0: story short. That was very quick and was very easy for us to get to the root of why she was scared and to do the tapping work and to clear that fear in, yeah, we were tapping for about 40 minutes. Welcome to the Embrace Fertility podcast. I'm Naomi Wolfson. I'm a therapist who specializes in supporting women through trying to conceive and treatment and then through pregnancy and birth following My partner and I went through almost four years of infertility, which included IUIs, IVF, anxiety, surgery, and then a miscarriage, before we went on to conceive both of our ginger children naturally. I now run a 12-week mind-body program guiding women through the five steps of my unique Embrace Fertility method, comfort, coping, connection, clearing, and creating. On this podcast, I offer emotional support and share mind-body techniques to help you find calm. why I don't do one-off sessions. So back when I first trained as a therapist, I was so, so excited about the fact that I'd learnt these powerful techniques that were so quick, that was so, so quick at shifting trauma. And so with EFT, in, you know, an hour, or sometimes in 15 minutes, you can tap and you can clear a phobia. You can clear someone's fear of something with a very short amount of tapping. And so because that's possible, I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. I can, I can help people, we're going do this so quickly, and this is fantastic. Um, but obviously they're the edge cases. That's when maybe, so for example... A friend um, I was helping had a fear of frogs. She didn't know why she didn't like frogs. She didn't like frogs, but hated them. Like, if a picture of a frog came on the TV, she would, like, literally feel physically sick. And she was like, it's not really a big problem in my life. It's just frogs. But it's kind of annoying. When a frog comes on TV, I feel physically sick. So I was like, yeah, 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 it's EFT. We can get rid of that with EFT. So I did some tapping with her. And we booked an hour, and it's when I was doing my training... And I was like, okay, we're going to tap. And so we went through all the, um, you know, talking about what, what it was about frogs that she didn't like. She was like, oh, I don't like their, their legs. I don't like the fact that they can jump at you. I don't like that they're slimy. All these things. And it came down to the reason she was scared of frogs. Is that because when she was a child, she went over to her grand's house, walked into the kitchen. And her grand was in there. And then there was a frog in the kitchen. A frog hopped in through the back kitchen door into the kitchen and her gran screamed ran out of the room slamming the door behind her therefore leaving young child in a room with frog obviously as a child you go oh my god granny has decided that this this thing this frog is so petrifying she screamed and left and she's left me with it it's so scary she hasn't even taken me with her so you can totally see well, then your subconscious mind, whenever a frog comes up in life, you feel sick. You feel feel sick with fear. Um, because your subconscious mind has learned at that young age that a key caregiver in your life has taught you that frogs are so scary. You need to run screaming out of the room. Which you obviously know isn't true. Especially in the UK, we don't have poisonous frogs. There's frogs. Froggy frogs. Anyway. So, we tapped we tapped on that we tapped on that memory we tapped on what it felt like to be you know abandoned by a caregiver to be left alone to be left with this frog tap 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 um until the point my friend was like she's like no me like I'm really like, I'm really sorry like I know you're like all into this new tapping thing like it's great but I'm so bored I'm really bored I spend like you know 40 minutes I know it's just like tap for an hour but I'm, really, I'm sorry I'm really bored um, I can't stop yawning. Um, I'm really gonna have to go. I'm really sorry. So I was like, no, absolutely fine. Thank you. You know, thank you very much for being my case study. Like that's amazing. Thank you very so much. Off you go. Because um, what she didn't realise was that if someone says they are now bored, actually bored of the topic that you're tapping on, my job is done. Because if you're bored of something, what does that do to you emotionally? If you're bored of something. It has, it has no emotional resonance. It's so boring. It has no importance to you whatsoever. You're just bored, 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 bored. So the next day, being the true wonderful friend that I am, I emailed her loads of photographs of frogs. Um, <laughs> so she opened this email and had all of these images, and I found one of those GIFs of, like, a jumping frog because generally if someone has a phobia, moving images is worse than still images. I like to point out that as a trained professional... I won't be sending you pictures of things you're scared of, don't worry. This is not something I'd do of a client. But because she's my best mate, um, there we go. Um, I should point out as well that I'd actually added to her phobia um, while we were in our 20s and we were travelling. So I knew, I knew full well that she had, she was scared of frogs, I knew that. Um, but I at the time, you know, before I was a therapist, if someone was scared of something, I didn't really understand it. I just thought it was silly. It was silly that she was scared of frogs. So the, at this one hostel we stayed at in Thailand, there was this massive toad that they called Big Buddha, that was like used to like live, you know, at the at the youth hostel. It was all like huts outside, and it was the, the Big Buddha was sat under the table, and instead of obviously like a caring, loving person would go, okay, my friend, he's scared of frogs, which probably includes toads. Um, she's not going to like this giant f-off toad that's, you know, right next to her leg. I'm just going to gently and quietly say, "Oh, Lucy, I think we should just move over here. Um, come over here with me for a minute. Remove her, and then tell her about the frog." That by PS, by the way, anyone dealing with animal phobias, that is what you should do. Don't show the person or tell the person about the phobia. Gently remove them without them realizing. Um, I didn't do that. I was like, "Oh, um, I've dropped something under the table. Could you get it for me?" <laughs> So she then uh, went down and came face to face with the toad. Anyway, so that we'd also tapped on that, I should point out, because that obviously added to her phobia, because this was a giant toad. This wasn't just a normal-sized toad with Jimungus. Anyway, so being the kind, loving friend I was, I sent her these pictures of frogs and toads the following day. And normally, that would have made her literally ring me and scream at me and be like, fucking hell, why are you sending me all these pictures? But instead... She literally emailed back and she was like, she was like, I'm seriously like, it's just really boring. Like I don't have time for this. Like, why are you sending me weird pictures? And I was like, how do you how do you feel about the pictures? And she was like, I don't feel like anything about the pictures, stupid to- frogs and toes. like I don't care. I'm bored. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Ping phobia solved. And so now she's able to actually go into the reptile house this is always her thing she's like there's no way whatsoever i could go into the reptile house at london zoo because it'd just be too petrifying uh now she can so um there we go it's a very <laughs> but so anyway long story short that was very quick and was very easy for us to get to the root of why she was scared and to do the tapping work and to clear that fear in yeah we we're tapping for about 40 minutes But it might have cleared quicker than that. um, Until she was literally bored of frogs. However, a lot of other things. If you can't get to the root that quickly, we don't actually know what the root is. When we started the session, she didn't know. She didn't. She didn't have a conscious memory of her grand running out of the room. That only came up once we started talking about it and once we started tapping. And with that, we tapped on. You know, imagine a frog. Tune into your body. Where does it feel horrible in your body? Remember the first time you felt like this? Oh, I was five. I was in the kitchen. My gran was there. Oh, there was a frog was there. And so um, part of my work with supporting you with whatever issue you're going through is to find out the thing that, the end point you want. So her end goal was, I don't want to be scared of frogs anymore. Your end goal might be, I don't want to be scared of going in and having scans. I don't want to be scared of the IVF injections. I don't want to feel um, scared of the hospital. I want to feel you know, confident. I want to feel that I'm supporting myself in the best way possible. Whatever it is with the end result, we then work backwards from that point. It's like, how can we get you to that point? What do we need to clear? What do we need to release? What coaching do we need to do? How do we need to build you up to get to this point that you need to get to? And sometimes it's super simple. Sometimes it is, okay, you don't like doctors because when you were five, you went in and blah, blah, blah happened. Okay, we can go in, we can clear that fear, we can rearrange things, um, rewire your brain, literally is what we're doing. We're going in and teaching, say the five-year-old you, that the beliefs that they took on on that moment are outdated. And so when Lucy took on those beliefs about the frog, the beliefs were, frogs are petrifying, frogs are to be avoided... I must never be in a space or room alone with a frog because it's really scary with a lot of the time with medical things is never just one event it's an ongoing because once we then have white coat syndrome once we then have a fear of the doctors or scans or blood tests or whatever it may be then every single time we have to have one it sort of adds to it and gets worse and worse So we would look at all the different layers of, um, like, go back in time. But if we can get right to the root, then that's the quickest way to do it. And sometimes we have absolutely no idea what it is that we need to work on, what it is that we need to clear. We would just have, it just feels like we're stuck. It feels like there's a block and we don't know why. So, for example, um, supporting clients with, like, really wanting to go ahead and start IVF, but not wanting to. So not making that phone call. So, you know, the start of a period, coming and going, not making the phone call to the clinic to start, to start the round. And not knowing why. Being all paid up, being all signed up, being ready to go, yet not doing it. And not having any idea why, because there were no fears of doctors, there were no... Of the injections or the egg collection. There were no there were no concerns there. It, It made no sense why my client wasn't just going ahead. And so that's when we started to have to be detectives and really start to dig down. It's like, well, what is going on and why? And so we had to spend a few sessions really exploring this and going down different avenues, and it was like, you know, was to start, was to check. there weren't any fears of the doctors and things um like on a subconscious level and when that all came back clear it was like okay well what is going on here and it came out the sort of root of this was i don't want to start ivf because it might work and if it works i might have a girl and if i have a girl. I may mother her in the way that my mother mothered me, in the way that my grandmother mothered my mother. And therefore, I cannot let that happen. I do not want to have IVF. And that may seem far-fetched. That may seem like, well, what? what? How could that thought process be what's stopping her from going ahead? But that's literally what it was. It was like, I cannot have a daughter because I don't... I can't mother a daughter. What my client wanted was a son. Like, if I have a son, if she imagined having a son, an IVF working and having a son, everything was fine. She was like, yeah, great. Good to go. But as soon as she imagined having a daughter, there was this massive psychological block that she was like, oh, God, no. Because what if I repeat the pattern? And so the work we were doing there was not on... IVF safe. IVF is what you want to do. IVF could really help you. That was nothing to do with it. What you needed to work on was, I can be a cycle breaker. I don't need to mother in the same way that my mother mothered. It's safe for me to have a daughter. It's safe for me to have a female child. That was the work that we were doing. And then when we'd done that work, then she was able to go ahead into treatment and want it to work and feel confident enough to go ahead and start the medication. And this is why I don't do just one-off sessions, because in one-off session, we may not get you to the end point that you want to get to. We might get somewhere, but then you're left feeling like we haven't completely resolved it. And also for me, it's like, if if we just have an hour together, You cannot possibly give me all of the information that will help me to be a detective for you. To give me all of that information that will allow me to go, well, should we look at this? And to ask you those powerful questions that allow you to question yourself and your behavior and your beliefs. And this is why I support people for a minimum of 12 weeks. In three months, I can really get to know you. And you can really get to know me. And when you know me, this is why I do the podcast, this is why I do the YouTube channel, so that you can get to know me. So that you don't come on a call with me and go, oh my god, she's been really silly and she's making jokes and whoa, whoa, what the hell? Because you know that's what I'm like. Because you've been listening to my podcast, because you've been watching the YouTube channel. You know that that's what I do, that's part of who I am and that is part of how... I use as a technique that I use in my therapy, or rather, it's a part of what I use in my therapy. You Not know, kind of deliberately. Or oh, now I'll pop a joke in, but laughter is such a powerful release, such a powerful relief. So earlier, I was on a client call. My client apologised for crying. She said, I'm so sorry. Um, like I didn't realise this was imp- you know affecting me so much. She's crying, and I was like, I was like, don't worry about it. I get extra points for making my clients cry. Like that's just you know extra therapy points. <laughs> And it's just, it's part of building up that relationship. So if I'm supporting you for a full 12 weeks, we can work through so many different areas, so many different things, and really have some really big intentions. If you're working for a quarter of a year on something, 12 full weeks, think of what you can achieve. Think of the difference you can make to your well-being to the way that you look after yourself, to the way that you show up. And this is why when I switched from doing one-to-one sessions, just one-off sessions, to supporting people for a minimum of 12 weeks, it suddenly felt so amazing. Because before, I would see someone for a session, and we would do sometimes this, you know, amazing, amazing work. And they'd be like, oh my god, this is amazing. And I felt this shift, and I felt this, and I felt, oh, I feel so much better, like, amazing. Off they go. Bye. It's like, oh, okay then, bye. <laughs> and then it's like, well what, well, what happened? Like, how did your cycle go? What what happened? How are you feeling about that? You know, what came up? How, what's going on with your partner? What's, all the... And there's such a difference now that because I'm working with people for those three months, so really supporting them, really being there for them, and creating these relationships with people that mean I'm generally the second person to find out when someone's pregnant. So they tell their partner, and then they tell me. And that is such an honour, such an honour to be part of this Yes, at the moment, such a difficult, maybe the most difficult time of your life, but also the most magical and the most exciting. So yes, I um, when I was living in London, we used to um, all get together. So I was running um, support group while I was still going for infertility myself. So then when we all had our babies, we would meet up with our with our babies and it was amazing because we had this this amazing connections because we'd all been through so much to have these babies so to meet up and be mums who've been through infertility there is definitely something in that space of knowing that the people you're sat with have been through what you've been through it's amazing so in London used to meet up with people um and now um moved out of London but um plan to go and see so meet up with clients once they've had their babies on quite a regular basis it's so so lovely so at the minute planning a trip over to Dublin to see two ladies who had their babies last year uh, planning a trip down to Arundel to see Beth and her little girl. She had her last week, um, which is absolutely amazing. And also at Christmas, I'm going out to Canada to stay with my brother in Montreal, and one of my clients is going to be coming up from the Florida to stay with her family just outside Montreal. So planning to meet up, um, which is just, it's just so lovely. And that's what I mean. The support I offer is not just about. Um, you know, having these these individual sessions and we're doing the therapy and that's it. It's about having this whole wraparound time of support. You have the course, you have all of the MP3 library, the EFT library. You have the Embrace Circle Facebook group, connecting with other women going through it. We have the call, Embrace Circle calls every couple of weeks. And then you've got your one-to-one sessions as well if you've chosen to do sessions. I'm running the course again, um, starting in a couple of weeks time. So if someone just wants to have um, the course and the group calls and the support in the Embrace Circle group, that option is there. And then I've got space to take on three new one-to-one clients uh, supporting throughout October, November, and December. Um, And the reason it's just three at the moment is because all of my one-to-one clients that I've been supporting since the beginning of the year have chosen to rebook and so, this is just again so amazing that I support people for twelve weeks, and then everybody that I've been supporting this year has chosen to rebook again for another three months. And then another three months. And that's either continued support while they're going through infertility, or obviously for those of them that are getting pregnant, it's then pregnancy support. Because once you get those two lines, for so many of you, it's not like, oh, brilliant, I'm pregnant now, so I feel great, bye, you know, I'll be back to do the hypnobirth course in 20 weeks' time. It's generally first that through that first and second trimester you're still wanting that support so that's what I offer and then yes from 20 weeks pregnant I have the Embrace Bump to Baby course and also offer one-to-one birth preparation courses so especially if you've had a loss especially if you've maybe um, given birth before and had a traumatic experience having that one-to-one support to prepare for birth um, is incredibly important as well Um, so yes that is why I do not do one-off sessions because it just doesn't make sense for you and it doesn't make sense for me and it just makes complete sense for you to have someone in your life that you can feel completely safe with just bring whatever you need to bring the majority of the time fertility is just the start point we end up working on relationship stuff body stuff Confidence stuff, maybe early trauma, childhood stuff. All of these things can be brought to the table. There's nothing out of bounds. Supported clients with so many different things. And again, this is why they take that time to really get to know you and really become a detective and get to the bottom of, well, Okay so we're you know I'm helping you prepare to go through IVF but alongside that we're looking at the fact that you never let yourself rest and you never take a break and if someone asks you to do something you always say yes and you never feel that you can say no we're looking at that because if you go into pregnancy you go into motherhood with that mindset what do you think's going to happen You're going to burn out so, so quickly. And you're more likely to experience postnatal depression and postnatal depletion. If we deal with that now, pre-pregnancy, that you're able to listen to your body, to take a rest, to say no, to have strong boundaries around your own physical and mental health, then when you get into pregnancy and motherhood, you're in such a better position and so much more resilient. Um, So yes, there we go. I'm going to go. I'm running a free class on Friday this week entitled um, How to Improve Your Chances of Success Using the Mind-Body Link, where I'm going to be really going into depth on the studies and the science that backs up the fact that if you start using the Mind-Body Link, you can not only improve your quality of life while trying to conceive, you can double your chances of success over the next six months. I'm going to be sharing all about that. So you can sign up at embracefertility.co.uk. If you're already on my mailing list, you will automatically receive an invite. And I look forward to seeing you then. If you've enjoyed this podcast, then please do subscribe. So you will be the first to know when an episode goes live. And I would absolutely love it if you could share it with anyone you think may benefit. And please do leave me a review. The more people that leave me the reviews, the more other people know what this podcast is about, what they can expect, and why they should be listening. That would be absolutely fantastic. And please do come and join my mailing list. Just come to Embrace for utility.co.uk. I'm here in the UK, everyone, and then you will see a massive button that says "Stressless Freebies." Press that, and you will get. The first chapter of my upcoming book, where I share all of the studies between stress and fertility and really get into the truth of that. You're then going to get your three minute reset button MP3, the heart anchor gratitude exercise, and the emotions game. So go to embracefertility.co.uk and then hop over to Instagram and follow me at embracefertility.